Well, hello, everybody. Today is Tuesday, September 1st, 2015. This is Getting Geeky, and I am your knuckle-cracking hostess, Miranda Janelle. I have gotten into a bad habit of cracking my knuckles right in front of the microphone. I don't know when that started, but it's become very, very apparent uh, lately, and uh, I'm going to try and stop doing that, so I'm going to... I'm going to get that out of my system. Yes, yes, I am. But I'll probably just replace it with another nervous tick. Because that's what I do. (laughs) You know, I started off uh, uh, May 8th, 2014 was the first time. Seriously, do I actually talk like that? I know I do it sometimes. I I, I mean, there's there there's actual re- recordings. You know, like what was I actually thinking when I said that? Now I have to hear it in a promo, over and over and over again. <laughs> I always, you know, I really don't have that much of a problem with it. It's just like, why? Wait, why did I make that decision? Why did I decide to say it that way? And I actually know the answer to that. Now that I think about it, I didn't make a decision. That's just how I was speaking that day. I don't even honestly know why I'm actually talking about that, but hey, at least I'm not using a bunch of filler words like, uh, 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 um, 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 I mean, oh my gosh, I got a uh, tweet from Tom, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a, uh, I got a tweet from, uh, Tom Kate the other day maybe it was yesterday and he said wow the august 20th show intro 40 minutes feels like a nyquil fever dream theater of the mind and naturally i couldn't remember what i said so i went back and listened to it and there's a reason why it was 40 minutes long because half of it was uh uh um 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 uh 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 <laughs> It was all filler <laughs> with a capital PH. <laughs> oh, what a day that was. What a day that was. Alrighty. I am. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I have not actually brought up nationaldaycalendar.com yet. Um, so that will, let's see, I got to click on what national days are we celebrating and switch away so that I don't see it. Alrighty, on this day in 17... Oop, I think I hear a kitty coming down. (laughs) Squirrel! (laughs) Hey, kitty. (laughs) I'm not going to play your theme because I just started the show, but I will see you later. You have a good night. You got anything you want to say to everyone? Oh, he's having a night. He's having a night with a K. <laughs> All righty. On this day in 1772, Father Junipero Serra founded Mission San Luis Obispo de Tolosa in present day San Luis Obispo. Please forgive any mispronunciations in that. I'm, I'm really. Now I'm second-guessing Junipero Serra. I don't think that's how you say that. 
Oh, I'm screwing up his name. Oh, well, I'm going to move on. It was the fifth mission established in what was then called Alta, California. Today, we just call it California. Uh, in fact, you know, now that I think about it, I always say I'm from Southern California, or SoCal, as we call it sometimes. But when you think about it, there's another part of California, even further south, but we call it Baja California. It was all originally one territory. Yeah, just just California, but... Anyway, so when I say Southern California, are, are people in Baja California being like, <laughs> you think you're Southern? <laughs> Alrighty, well... I started out by talking about uh, Mission San Luis Obispo de la Tol- or de Tolosa. See, I never actually say the last part. I usually just say Mission San Luis Obispo. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I really, really loved the missions. Uh, Mission San Juan Capistrano is uh, my favorite, and I, I feel very fortunate to work uh, less than a mile away from it. And and now I live like what two, maybe three miles away from it. So I'm actually really close to to my favorite of the missions. But for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to travel up the coast of California and visit all 21 of them in a single road trip. Uh, It's something I've been thinking about for probably upwards of 30 years. So... I should stop thinking and talking about it and just do it. Why not? It would be a fantastic trip. Alrighty. And, oh, here's another name I'm going to butcher. I really, lots of accents in this one. Actually, really just two. The final one's an apostrophe. (laughs) Alrighty, in 1902... George Miles, 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 Miles. Yeah, I butchered it. It's it's just it, it's it's up on the block and and Kurt Chop. Uh, I am the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, one last time. Time, George Miles, maybe. Uh, a trip to the moon uh, is released in French. Wow, in French, in France, butchered. Moving on. All right. Full disclosure: I've never seen the film, uh, but I know about its impact. It was one of the first science fiction films, uh, and it influenced many, many astronomy and uh, rocketry enthusiasts that would later go on uh, to build to design and build the equipment that actually allowed us to have a trip to the moon. Uh, I definitely have to add this to my uh, watch this very soon. Speaking problems. All right. I definitely have to add this to my uh, you must watch this very soon shortlist of movies. All righty. On this day in 1905, Alberta and Saskatchewan joined the Canadian Confederation. Now, I would go into greater detail on this one, but hey, 
We've already got a Canadian specialist on the network. And frankly, I'm afraid of the guy who calls in and complains of, about everything being about Canada, 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 Canada. So I'm going to move on to 1972. Chess prodigy Bobby Fischer becomes the world chess champion after defeating Boris Spassky. Now, he held the title for a short while until he de decided not to defend it in 1975 and then pretty much dropped off the grid uh, until, I don't remember if it was 90 or, it, it was sometime in the early 90s. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now, let's talk about a jet, because I love jets. The SR-71 Blackbird. It's a really, really cool semi-stealth jet that was primarily used for reconnaissance, and it was fast. It was really fast. One of its primary defense mechanisms was just flying faster than anything out there. <laughs> you launch, I, I, I think I read a statistic earlier today that said, uh, no, I don't think, I know I read a statistic, I just don't remember where I read it, um, that... Uh, 32 of them were made. Uh, there were 12 incidents, um, but none of them were actually uh, as a result of, of enemy hostility. Uh, <laughs> it just basically outflew everything under the sun uh, in its day. And on this day in 1974, in SR-71 Blackbird, U.S. Air Force pilot Major James Sullivan and Reconnaissance Systems Officer Noel, Noel Whittafield set the record time for flying from New York to London in just under 115 minutes. It was uh, 1 hour, 54 minutes, and 56.4 seconds to be exact. The total distance traveled was 3,461.53 miles and ended up going over 1,800 miles per hour. And that record still stands today. On this day in 1982, the Air Force Space Command was founded, headquartered over at Peterson Air Force Base in <clears throat> oh, and is head headquartered over at Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado. Now, if you're like me and choose to believe that the Stargate program is real and that the movie and the TV series and actually the multiple TV series are all an elaborate cover to delegitimize rumors of the program's existence, then you'd surely agree that uh, the Air Force Space Command is definitely the division of the Air Force that would be in charge of the Stargate program. On this day in 2008, over at googleblog.blogspot.com, Google officially announced the release of Google Chrome. They demonstrated the features of the browser in quite an interesting way as a digital comp comic that you could actually navigate in your existing browser. I remember checking that out in Firefox on, you know, 
exactly seven years ago. I I remember hearing about that the day of and going out to check it out. and, And I switched immediately and I've been using it ever since. And on this day in 2015, Mad Max Fury Road was released on Blu-ray. <laughs> Alrighty. Hey, I'm seeing, uh, I just clicked over to nationaldaycalendar.com because I need to know what's, what today's, uh, what, what, what today's national holidays are. And, uh, it has already switched over to September 2nd. So let's scroll down a little bit. Come again? Today is National Chicken Boy Day. Yeah, National Chicken Boy Day. I actually kind of wish I had looked at this one before. This is really kind of making me uh, uh, scratch my head. But uh, I, I don't get it. Oh, okay. It's, oh my gosh, really? It's here in, La- it's in Los Angeles? Apparently, a roadside icon, which is often referred to as the Statue of Liberty of Los Angeles, California. I have lived in the L.A. metro area for more than 34 years, coming up on 35. And I don't think I've ever seen this. I do see a sign that says Highland. So I'm wondering, it's got to it's be out on Highland Street. Uh, a famous landmark on the historic Route 66. Huh. Chicken Boy was recognized by Governor California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger with the Governor's Historic Preservation Award in 2010. Okay, that's uh, awesome, Chicken Boy. I mean, how 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 do you how do you celebrate it? Uh, Use the hashtag. Okay. Oh, bad Jim. Bad Jim. <laughs> Jim says, are you sure it isn't National Choke Your Chicken Boy Day? <laughs> Silly, <laughs> Silly Jim. Silly Jim. Uh, all right. Now here is a holiday I can get behind. National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day. I like that, and I don't particularly have any rhyme or reason. And oh my gosh, it's finally happened. It has finally happened. September 1st, the day without a dessert. Yes! Honestly, I don't know what to... Now where am I going to let out, you know, the rage of the day? that, that, That little piece of you know whatever from work that I wasn't able to just quite work out and 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 now what outlet am I going to have I I I can't be angry about a dessert I'm totally lost but hey once again nationaldaycalendar.com uh, uh you continue to surprise me I'm <laughs> I like this site, <laughs> even if they celebrate way too many desserts. Alrighty, uh, so we got birthdays. In fact, there's really, I didn't really have a lot of inspiration uh, uh, when it came to the birthdays today. I, I had another moment of it's whatever the creative juices 
They just weren't flowing. So I am going to say uh, Zoe Lister-Jones. I primarily know her from uh, the short-lived TV show Whitney. Uh, (laughs) She played Whitney's best friend. Uh, I really enjoyed her performance in that uh she she's she's quirky and fun and speaking of quirky and fun she also shows up in uh new girl uh one of my current uh favorite running shows and uh she turned 33 today so happy birthday uh next on the list is scott speedman uh I probably recognize him from more than just Underworld, but when I think Scott Speedman, I think Underworld. Uh, and, it, you know, half lichen, half vampire, you know, stronger, better than both. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, I'm all about the Selene, but, uh, and I'm blanking on the name of his character right now, but uh, Sp- Scott Speedman's character rocked also, and he's celebrating 40 years today. Alrighty. Oh, this guy, this guy's one of, one of my favorites. I love seeing him pop up and things. Uh, uh, saw, saw him in, in Pacific Rim. Uh, and then, well, I'm talking about Burn Gorman here. Now, I know him from, from one thing in particular, and, and I always think Owen whenever, uh, whenever I see his name, but seeing him pop up in Pacific Rim, in The Dark Knight Rises, uh, in the TV series Forever, uh, and oh, I really like that show, and I think it got canceled, and if it did, uh, that makes me really, really sad, because oh, as Adam, oh yeah, but when it comes down to it, he's Owen from Torchwood, what a f- Oh my gosh. Awesome, awesome. Awesome show. Uh spin off from Doctor Who. Uh and and Owen was uh, uh, uh o- Owen was the team doctor. Uh but he was a little bit unstable, so he's a really fun character. <laughs> Alrighty, this next guy, uh Richard uh Shavira. I really only know him from Desperate Housewives, but he's celebrating 44 years today. And just in case I didn't say it, Bern Gorman is 41. Alrighty. Well, here we are. Let's turn the beat around because it's party time for Gloria Estevan on her 58th birthday. At least I got to write one of them. (laughs) Oh, no, I take that back. I wrote two, but I don't know about this next one. Can can I actually crack a joke about the voice of Rick and Morty's principal vagina coming out of his mom's... Uh, so, Phil Hendry is uh, 63 today. Awkward! And, uh, well, look at this. Uh, apparently I started writing another one and just never even finished it, so... Celebrating his 65th birthday? Let me please, let me please wish Dr. Phil a happy birthday. He's some kind of weirdo, though. (laughs) I never got on the the Dr. Phil train. It just, nah. Oh, I 
love this next one. I love this next one. Oh, I know her from nine to five. I heart Huckabees. Grace and Frankie. But when I think Lily Tomlin, I'm really thinking the incredible shrinking woman. That was just one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. I I must have watched it. I don't know, a hundred times, maybe it's it just it, 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 it probably really only like 10, but it seems like a hundred. Oh, love that movie so, so much. Uh, <laughs> and Lily Tomlin is celebrating her 76th birthday today. Now, this next one really uh, shocked me because I saw his name on the list and then I saw the the year that he was born and then I saw the dash next to it. Wait, he died? When did he die? I just saw him something like in like last year. And uh, actor James Rebhorn uh, would have been celebrating his birthday today. Uh, I primarily know him from Meet the Parents, Independence Day, and Homeland. Uh, he in Homeland he played uh, Carrie Matheson's uh, father, who uh, suffered from the same condition that she did. So he, uh, well, I don't know about season three and on, but uh, he he did play a a role in the first two seasons, and and that's why it was kind of a shock. I I I did not I. I was either unaware, uh, unaware, or have completely forgotten, and and thus unaware that he had passed away. So, uh, but today would have been his birthday. Uh, <laughs> it also would have been Anne Ramsey's birthday, and uh, <laughs> I really only know Anne Ramsey as Mama, either Mama Fratelli from the Goonies. Or Mama from Throw Mama from the Train. So uh, even though you're no longer with us, happy birthday, Mama. And uh, Conway Twitty. Now, I I know he was an influential musician, uh, but I got to be honest. I really only know him from the Family Guy (laughs) cutscenes. And he was also featured in in, in <laughs> Jim says throw mama from the pod. <laughs> yeah. It also would have been Conway Twitty's birthday. Now, uh I've run through a bunch of celebrities, but there's someone else out there. Someone that I think is just beyond awesome. I've I've had the pleasure of actually uh, meeting him in person. Uh, uh, I, I just a fan of everything this guy does. It's Mister Trunt. Trunt. <laughs> I got ahead of myself and combined his first name and his last name. It's Trent Hunsaker, the proprietor of Death Ray Comics. And uh, and he does a lot of podcasts over at apartofhim.com, and he is one of the co-hosts of NetHeads. Today is his birthday, and I want to wish him a very, very happy birthday. And, uh, and uh, please send more of my Star Wars comics as soon as you can. <laughs> Alrighty, that's, uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and open up those, uh, Skype lines there, <laughs> because that's, uh, that's the top of the show.
<laughs> I really wish I had more uh, inspiration uh, tonight when it when when it came to the writing. I don't know why I've been so blocked lately, but uh, uh, hopefully it's just a a temporary thing. It's uh, kind of bumming me out though. Got you know, really got to be honest. It's it's it. I'm very you know the. There's that moment where you're sitting down trying to do something and, 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 and trying to be creative about it, and it just doesn't come. It's extremely frustrating. And uh, I think I was talking about this with, with Jim, but it, 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 you have to appreciate that moment that at, at least you're trying. You know, at, at 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 least you're 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 not giving up, and and you're trying to do something creative. So it's uh, <laughs> it may be frustrating, but I I still got it in me. I haven't given up. <laughs> Alrighty, I have been joined by regular contributor Patrick Blazek. How you doing, Patrick? Well, you're looking grumpy tonight. <laughs> oh, come on. What's oh my gosh. All right. My bad. From a, from a damn cartoon. You know what? We actually missed most of what you said cuz I'm a moron and didn't unmute the Skype line. Well, everybody else heard me. I said Everybody else, <laughs> would you be talking about shout out to Megan? Shout out to Megan. <laughs> I still don't know uh, who Megan is, but she gets a shout out. She followed me on Twitter. But you don't know who the hell Conway Twitty is or what he contributes. Just from a cartoon. I I just I have a bad memory. You know this. No, you 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 got bad taste in music. Well, and no, she says a, she doesn't know who Conway Twitty is. And your camera's not on. Thank you. <laughs> All right, give, give, so me, give me a Conway Twitty song that I would know. See? What? My point exactly. Boom! <laughs> Hello, darling? I, I just... Yeah, see? See? I'm, no, I... I'm shocked that you're not familiar with him other than from a cartoon. Yeah. I give you a pass on song, not knowing that, but just he, he was a big, he was part of the rhinestone cowboy country time in the, in the seventies and the eighties. Did he used to do a late night, um, or it would at least like re-air at late night, where it was just it it was just him on TV, you know, with a guitar, and he would just sing and sing and sing, and then he would talk for a little bit. It was kind of like a. Uh, Honestly, I think every musician had some sort of a one-off show like that that lasted maybe a season. He might have had something like that. But, I mean, I only know him through the music. And I grew up with listening to him, so. Well, I, 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 I saw. Go ahead, Johnny. I saw Patrick uh, Facebook about this earlier when he said, Conway for President 2020. <laughs> <laughs> You're mispronouncing it. 
Oh, so Kanye. Yes. Kanye. Oh. oh God, who else who else just uh uh threw out the uh twenty twenty election? Doesn't matter. Kanye's gonna win. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, this guy was a good president, but we all know Barack Obama was the best president ever. Drops Mike, walks away. And the one before him hated black people. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? Yes. God, like Mike Myers is standing there next to him. And like, you can see it like you, you can see. I almost called him Conway. Kanye <laughs> building up the nerve because you can tell it took him a bit. And he builds up the nerve. Also, he's like, George Bush hates black people. And Mike Myers just. Mm. He's got that. Holy shit. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> Look was, on his it was so exaggerated and over animated but what the fuck and they throw to chris rock and chris rock is just like so like like chris rock didn't handle it as good as miley did when Nicki minaj threw to her come again was this okay. uh, was this that thing that went on this weekend that at, at sent out a, a whole slew of still weird you know even like they don't even shock me anymore, but it's kind of, I see a girl in a goofy picture and just know that I'm looking at a picture of Miley Cyrus, even though I probably couldn't pick, pick her out of a crowd if I tried. Oh, I could. I, I could pick her out of anything. That's because she'd be at the hardware store licking all of the tools. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there I am standing in line with my tool. No, sorry. See, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Sorry, Patrick. What? Well, we already did, and, and everybody knows. So, you know. Yeah, well. But yeah, I'm with you, Miranda. I, um, Miley Cyrus, she got. Uh, yeah, well, I might as well just say it. She's got a funky-ass-looking face that isn't... I mean, she's attractive, but it, it's different enough that I think I would be able to pick her out from a small crowd. But it, it wouldn't be like, you know... Um, oh, let's see. Uh, MC Hammer in a prime, wearing his parachute pants. You know, you, you could pick him out what did hair do and everything else? Um, Miley, damn, no. I'm all about the Miley Cyrus up over here and the Nicki Minaj, and I'm very upset that they're fighting because I like them both. True story. I'm not just what saying that. Uh, well, but you- if if you took their signature looks away, you know, and 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 you put like uh, Lady Gaga, um, Nicki Minaj, uh, Miley Cyrus, Iggy Azalea. Re- hold I'm on, gonna... no, you're not going to stop me. Because uh, it's your fucking show, damn it. Sorry. So if it, and, and then uh, what's her name? Uh, Rita Ora. Um, you know, uh, just just get get a whole bunch of of you know the these singers. Um, and without without all of their makeup and everything and and you put them next to each other um in a photo and had to to uh write their names uh under under each of them and identify them i think i'd probably fail that test 
had dark hair. She's the only one I could probably pick out. I think the rest are No, a lot of them have dark hair. That's because Nicki Minaj is the only black girl she mentioned. (laughs) Okay, throw Beyonce in there. Uh, But no, no, no. I'm going to interject here, though. I can tell the difference real simple. Hand them all a guitar. The one that can strum and sing, that's Miley. The one who can actually rap, that's Nicki. The rest of them, I don't know. Like, I'm... When I say I'm a fan, like, yeah, they're pretty. I like their music. Okay. So if if we were to take um, clips of, you know, like their songs and play them, would, you know, would you be able to go through and identify, you know, this is, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like a musical. Especially if you. <laughs> Guess what I owe everybody. <sighs> what what uh what alert um bring, brings out the uh, sixty six Batman? Is is that a text message from anyone in particular? Is that Twitter, Facebook Messenger? What what do we got? What do we got? What brings that out? Just a retweet. Okay. All right. So I know so, kind of anticlimactic, eh? So if you it, do you still have it on? No, I turned it off. Oh, well, turn it back on because I want to. Uh, I I want to be able to say I I I triggered that on. You know, I've got a button on my show uh, that automatically plays uh, that little Batman sixty six on Hey, there we go. It's pretty quick too. <laughs> can can I turn it off now? Yes, you can. Okay, the first one I owe everybody a beer, but now you owe everybody a beer because the second one was no. your fault. No. It's my show. I do what I want. Okay, I'm with you. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. I was going to say. Don't hang up on me. It was done on purpose. It was part of the show. There we go. See, and, and what, what everyone doesn't know is that you and I worked this out beforehand so that, that it would trigger, and we would have this little bit. So you don't know everyone a beer. It's all good, Johnny. It's all good. I wasn't going to buy my beer anyway. Well, fine. Look there at you, you with your hollow promises. Hey, I, I don't know if I can trust this. Ten years of sing- marriage. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh- <laughs> but no, to, to be very blunt, I know everybody shits on Miley, and she's she's doing the rock star thing, staying in the press and all that. But when, when they just plug in a mic and, and let her sing, like, oh, you, you can tell her Aunt Dolly, uh, she inherited something from her. Her aunt Dolly. Dolly yeah, Parton's aunt, her aunt. Yeah, that I did not know. Oh well, I shouldn't. I don't know if it's like really Aunt Dolly, but okay. I've I've heard her say Aunt Dolly a few times. I have nothing to back this up, but oh my god, you got to hear Miley Cyrus do Jolene. Oh, it's great. <laughs> the backyard session. Yeah. Hey, this is live. People can hear this. Um, metal, six feet under. <laughs> Fair to- enough. I, <laughs> I, I, I will admit I have more than one Miley Cyrus song on my phone. And, uh, you know, I, I, w- I would play some of it to, to prove it, but I don't feel like getting uh, takedown notices. Yeah, that's the uh, official reason. Yeah, I got some T-Swift, too, but you really don't. She's vicious. I love her. 
Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to her music being played online, she's vicious. Fair enough. I can't really say I blame her because, like, on Spotify, she was, like, the most played artist ever and was, like, making, like, 100 bucks. Yeah. So she got mad at it. <laughs> and then she convinced Apple Music to... Uh, Pay the artist. To to uh, uh, change the beats of their drum. No, I I, I, I don't got it tonight. It's the... the yeah. Pay their artists. Like, it's... I see. Artists? I was going for a clever pun on you know the one of their products there, Johnny. Yeah. Oh yeah, they bought Beats. There we go. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I mean, you think Beats headphones are good? Listen to these turnips. <laughs> nice. Alrighty. Um, actually, since since we've already um, found our way over and managed to bring up Apple Music, um, how is it? I've I've made amends and started using it again just out of convenience. Now that I fixed my library, it's kind of one of those things where like, okay, that really really pissed me off, but um it's usually if I'm going to listen to something, I'm going to pull it up in the in the music app. I haven't been able to retrain myself to launch another app i i know that it's going to you know i i've got my entire library downloaded to my phone i know it's going to be there so uh, i guess i'm just going to stick stick with it as a non-apple user but i do use google play and i use sony music unlimited before that i'm wondering do you have any experience with these services yeah how does Apple Music compare? Because the thing I like about Google Play is, like I said, it's, it's Netflix for music. Well, it, it has the songs uh, technology built into it. Um, the what? They, they, Google purchased Songza a couple of years ago, and they integrated that into uh, Google Play Music. So that's the... Uh, well, Never what, heard of Songza. Well, you're using it. Okay, fair enough. You know, in Google Play Music, when when you go through and and uh, it it's like I'm in the mood for you know, and if it's like uh, like 3 p.m. or whatever, it would say you know like uh, music to study by or you okay, know yeah, late the, afternoon the, workout stuff like that. The auto populated playlists. Yes, I, I gotta admit that that's uh, what Songza was. That's the that's what they okay. rolled into Google Play Music. Because they had a I'm Feeling Lucky radio. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I pushed that button. And the first three songs were like just these deep cuts. That I, The only one I can remember is Fish Fuck by Guar. But they were just these deep cuts. And I'm like, wow, I have not heard these songs for a while. And I love them. Because with how eclectic I am, you know, it, like it's nothing for my playlist to go from Miley Cyrus to Six Feet Under back up to Eminem, down to Cannibal Corpse, and then over to... With a little Conway uh, Twitty peppered in there. Uh, Maybe not, but you might find some Willie Whalen and the boys. (laughs) Patrick? I know who Conway Twitty is. I can't think of a single song by him. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Is that... Hello, darling. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the one I know from the late night specials. 
And this, and again, they're not late night specials. They're just what aired. Like make me sad. Uh no, you're my friend. I don't want to make you sad. I want to make you happy and smile and and yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I hear all y'all talking about the different playlists and that. I somehow I feel and if Mark, well, let me ask Mark first before I make my statement. Mark, do you have um, on your iPod or your phone? Do you do random um, song? You know, where you have a playlist where it's like fun songs and then it's whatever, um, and then it's an eclectic mix or. Do you listen to a specific artist or genre or something like that? Both. Because for me, I mainly have to listen to an artist at a time or a group at a time. I cannot do what Johnny described because I cannot go from Don Williams to Eminem, and then to Alabama, and then Metallica, and then Nine Inch Nails. Now, to be fair... Dude, I want to grab your iPod and just throw it on shuffle and just... Alabama to Metallica, that doesn't sound like it would be that drastic, to be honest with you. I I could do that. I I couldn't deal with that, because when I want to listen to Peter, Paul, and Mary... That's who I want to listen to, or Buffalo Springfield. I don't need to hear for what it's worth, and then we're going to go into, you know, uh, you know, don't tread on me, because it's just too, too far. You know, and I want my James Taylor with my James Taylor. You know, I, I, I. And that's why I started liking things like um, uh, dubstep and some of the electronic stuff, because especially when they do remixes, they'll go from like hardcore electronic to like straight up bluegrass in the same song. And it's in the same key and it fits. And I just I I don't know. It's I love so many different kinds of music that it's like, give them all to me at once. (laughs) I would have a heart attack. Like that's, I love mashups. I was going to say, stay away from the mashup scene, Patrick. It's... Oh, yeah, you should. But I'm all over it. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, but I mean, I tried in the car to shuffle. And I actually had to pull over. And did it before I had to shit on the dashboard or I could switch it around. And I had to pull over and change my iPod back to a specific uh I don't know, genre or, or whatever, but I, I couldn't handle it. It was too, it was no, like having see, 15 kids in a room. Patrick, no, I got- Patrick, what you were describing, uh, I actually do both. I have uh, a couple of playlists that are just insanely eclectic. You know, one of them's just even just called Bunch of Stuff. 
it's there you know there there's no real theme it it con- you know stuff constantly gets rotated in or um you know i went through a huge lady gaga phase a few years ago and like every once in a while i'll i'll hear some of her stuff in there you know i eventually uh, had to take bad romance out you know it was just one of those it's like okay all right i'm i'm kind of i'm over this song yeah. How can you be over bad Roman? Okay, but Judas, Judas is still in there, right? <laughs> uh, every late, I got to come clean here. Every Lady Gaga song I heard the first time I heard it, I'm like, "What are you trying to do to me? This is terrible." And then you know they'll change it, go play something else, and sure as shit, within 15 minutes, I'll be sitting there going, "Judah, Judah, uh, Judah, Judah," uh, uh. and that's it. I'm into the song now because my kid who played it for me, and I'm like, you kids don't know good music. And then she catches me. She puts these songs. They get stuck in my head, and she catches me singing them. She's like, I told you, Dad. I'm like, oh, well, can't fight it now. Yeah. yeah, it's over. That's how I got into Nicki Minaj. That's how I found out my daughter should not be listening to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, do, you, do you listen to Lady Gaga? No. Can you name a song by her? No. Okay, good. Thank you. Bless you. There you go. Sorry. Thank Fair you. Enough. But yeah, it, it, where was I? Um, oh, right, rotating stuff in. I, I've just been. I've been noticing. I've been rotating her stuff out, and I haven't listened to any of her new stuff. I think Alejandra is still in there. I still love that one. But uh, then I have is that other the ABBA cover. Say what? Is that the ABBA cover? I have no idea. Didn't ABBA do Alejandro? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you said that once and I asked you the same question again. Okay. <laughs> I apologize for that because I fucking hate when people do that to me. So I take that all back. And you apologize because t- you're Canadian, right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. So, but I've also got highly directed uh, uh, playlists that are very specific, you know, they're, like they're carefully tuned to a specific mood. Like I have a, I need to get in the zone programming playlist and it's, it it's all um like electronica dubstep you know it, it it's all just go 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 and i don't know why instrumental mostly oh yeah it has to be yeah, yeah. i'm with you there oh i don't know why it helps me focus i don't build playlists um is some except for when i got these music apps you kind of had to just to, like, well, add stuff to your library. You know what I mean? But no, I, I don't even build playlists. I I either pick an album and hit shuffle, I pick an artist and hit shuffle, or I pick everything and hit shuffle. And, um, I, yeah, I, I will hit I, an artist and hit shuffle. Okay. Because I, I don't need the same album. I mean, like, I've got every Alabama song that was released, and it's on various albums... Um, and I'll hit Alabama and shuffle, and I'm good with that. But I, I can understand that because Alabama has a certain consistency. But, like, I can hardly ever just hit artist Eminem and play it on shuffle because his style changed to me drastically over so many albums that it's like I'm either in the mood for old Eminem or new Eminem, hardly ever in the mood for middle Eminem. That's just me. 
I no. kind of feel the same uh, about Nine Inch Nails, except for that middle part. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's either in the mood for recent or in the mood for old. And then I can't just hit shuffle what, what because I might as- end up getting ghosts. Oh, oh ghosts. <laughs> I've written um, Demon Vikings from Newfoundland. All written while listening to Ghosts. Yeah, it's it it's a great album, but it's one of those ones where that one I like to listen to it straight through. Oh, I do oh, not okay. I do not want to hear it, you know, mixed in uh, uh, oh, with the other Nine Inch Nails work. Now I got. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this because I think this is something that would probably get under Patrick's skin, but the worst thing that people who drive with me have to put up with is when I can reach the next track button. Are you a habitual skipper? Yeah. I hardly ever listen to a full song. Oh, reach that button. Oh, it gets, it it bugs Miranda. Hmm. Yeah, no, I depending on usually what happens is like, Oh man, this song is awesome. I'm going to go listen to jump around by house of pain. Hey, remember what else was cool from the nineties? And like, I'm just constantly just if I'm driving, it's not so bad because I only have one button. If I'm sitting there and I got my wife's aux cord and she's driving, she hates it. I'm lucky if I make it a whole minute through a song before I thought of a better song to put on. But if she hates it and she's driving, why are you messing with driver? Um, you don't mess with driver. That's rule number one of the road. There's only one reason she's driving and I am being unreasonable. Fair enough. <laughs> Everybody needs a DD. Yep. So, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, I I've, I've, I've honestly wasn't expecting us to uh, launch off on music again. <laughs> but hey it's always a fun I, topic right uh yeah i'm i i could go for days <laughs> well one of the topics that i had uh that i thought was an interesting um a significant blow to the flash ad was dealt today with both amazon uh, and Google. Well, Google's disabled flash ads by default. Uh, yeah, advertisers can still add them, but there's an entire process that you have to go through to to get get them now. And uh, Amazon has outright stopped accepting flash ads uh, for Amazon.com, which is good because flash ads are not annoying. all of them can be the most obnoxious screen filling make noise play some video you didn't want to watch at top volume when your computer's turned halfway down yeah no i hate flash ads they're they're why i run ad block i know it's not a very canadian thing to do but if if ads were useful i'd listen to them it's i i've really changed my tune on ad blockers with how annoying ads have gotten lately. If it was just the simple, 
we're going to play a video before you watch your video. You can skip it in five seconds or you ha or this company paid more. You have to watch 15 or you have to watch 30. It's when you have to watch anything past 30. It's when it's when it's when the freaking pre-roll video is longer than the damn content that you want to watch. Yes. And it's or it's it, when the entire page gets taken over by an annoying flash ad. Yeah. Or when this is a big one, like everybody's like, oh, Google's spying on you. Well, if they are, they ain't doing it that good. You want to know how I know? For about four weeks straight, they advertised to me, among other products, Gagne Fructis hair gel and several other hair products. For those of you listening at home, I have no hair and it's not by choice. I couldn't grow a full head of hair if I tried. But it's how do you know that Google is not just ever so subtly programming you, getting you thinking about your lack of hair and how these products are not useful to you whatsoever? And then comes along Alphabet's life extension policy or um, uh, not policy, uh, the life extension uh, program that, you know, one of Larry Page's pet projects, you know, what if they have some kind of breakthrough, uh, that, that will allow you to regrow your own hair and it actually works. And now they can sell this to you. And all this time they've been programming you, making you think, I don't know. It's too late. I can grow a better beard than most men and I'm used to not having hair. That's where I'm at. Like I, I used to shave my head in high school. And then all of a sudden, one time, like I'll grow it out, I don't know, like once a year. Grow it out, spike it, or a mohawk or something. And then one time I tried to grow it back, and I'm like, huh, it's not growing. But I, since 12 years old, regularly had short hair. Like if Google is trying to convince me I need hair plugs or hair lasers or hair tonics, they're barking up the wrong tree. Now, if they want to apply to me, like when I see video game ads before videos, this makes sense because, Hey, I play video games. When I see beer commercials before I'm like, Holy fuck. Are they spying on me? And then all of a sudden it's Gagne Fructis. Nope. They don't Google. You but don't know me. What you don't know is that Honey went on, uh, uh, went on your computer and started looking up hair products uh, because you left it logged in while you were uh, uh, going to the bathroom. No, she's got her own account. Uh, but how do you know that she's not pranking you? Yeah, because she would think of a better prank than hair ads. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Fair bottom enough. line, if Google's spying on me, they're doing it wrong. Agreed. They're doing it wrong. I love they're, it. They're, yeah, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> Can I say Google because... Well, yeah, tracking tracking definitely is a, a concern, um, but I know I should be more concerned about Google and Facebook because they are the biggest um, purveyors of online tracking. Uh, but I use their services. I love their services. And if it can 
make the ads that they deliver more targeted, I actually do think that could be a good thing. I want targeted ads. Yeah, so do I. I If I have to sit there and watch advertisements, I want it to at least be for shit I think is cool. Yeah, and, and when you get... When, let's go around the panel real quick. When you get a pre-roll video, uh, a pre-roll ad on a video, and and it's a reasonable length for the content that you're about to watch, if it's something you're into, even though you've got the option to skip if you like the product do you skip the ad yes so you still skip it mark yep patrick without a doubt i don't give a shit what it is that bitch goes down johnny do you skip they've got five seconds to hook me but if it's if it's something that you like do you skip it no I'll, i'll watch the ad if All I've right. not seen it before. I've, I've, I've watched ads before. I found out about stuff through them back before, you know, back when, now I sound like a hipster, uh, back when I used to watch ads, I don't watch ads anymore because I'm unmarketable. <laughs> hey, true talk right here. Am I a fucking millennial? What yeah. year were you born? 82. I think 80 was cut off. Yeah, 80... It's so hard to say because there was, you know, there was Gen X and then for a while there was Gen Y, but Gen Y seems to have been folded into millennials, but also it seems like Gen X has also kind of been extended a little bit. So Uh, it's, I, um, when I hear the millennial stereotype, I don't think that applies to me at all. Neither do millennials. I know. That's why I have to ask. Am I a fucking millennial? See, I know. I I know I'm right on, on the border, but it's, you know, I, I really do feel like I'm pretty solid in Gen X and just, just based on, um, I, I would say that you're more Gen X, Johnny. You've got more of a Gen X, X attitude. But but both of us are 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 in that transitionary um area. We're the middle children of history. <laughs> You'll be forgotten. And I think that bugs me. But is that my Gen X coming out or my millennial? Um, well, did you? It's probably the Gen X because that stereotype in angst and and um, uh, angst, check. yeah, disillusionment, check, distrust. I'm more ironic wearing your old beard with a tie on a uh, sleeveless shirt, wearing uh, later hosen and a monocle, tailors. You know, uh, so, yeah, yeah. and you got to have the monocle. Wait, I wear yeah. Chuck Taylors. Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with wearing Chucks? My, uh, must be the millennial in us. It no. The rest of the stuff. See, um, I wear Chucks with things that doesn't conventionally go with anyway. You know, that's that's later hosen, tie, Johnny beard, monocle. I I I wear Chucks with hosen all the time. Oh. 
but I'm, I guess, not later hosen, you know. Right. See, that's my point. Yeah. No, I um, I still dress like I did when I was a teenager, and when I was a teenager, the term they used for me was <clears throat> starts with a W, wigger. Apparently, I, I don't rap- think you dress like that. Apparently, I, I rap like I listen to not the way the rappers do now. No, God, dude, no, dude. I I wear jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes. That's my standard everyday wear. I will wear a polo shirt and jeans. I wear a polo shirt and khakis on occasion. I've got dress shoes, but my everyday thing is. Either a sleeveless shirt or just a short sleeve shirt and jeans, and that, and it's been like that since I, I've got pictures of me when I was, you know, four years old wearing the same thing. So the only I, thing that changed with me is my hair. Yeah, you're telling me about it. Now I only, everything I wear is oversized. Like it, you know, the the pants have to be loose fit. Uh, they're going to fall down without a belt. My basketball shorts are too big. My t-shirts are all, my t-shirts have to pass the fat kid test. And it's been like this for a long time. If you put a t-shirt on and you lift your arms up over your head and any part of your belly is visible, the shirt does not fit and you need a bigger one. I need a lot of bigger shirts. (laughs) <laughs> sorry, sorry. Only applies to guys, I know. Yeah, this is what this is a dude rule. Actually, this isn't even a dude rule. This is a beer gut rule. Right? If you've got abs or a skinny, flat stomach, rules do not apply because it doesn't matter. When you have a hairy, bulbous under belly, you keep that shit covered up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, the uh the 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 the, the picture. The 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 picture of the collar that we've just received. Oh, hello Mr. BVD. Shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan. <laughs> Johnny White tight pants. Nice. I got my tight pants on. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Johnny, Johnny, yes. Will you pet me? Yes. Okay. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Uh, neither do I. Fair enough. How you doing tonight, Jim? Not Ooh. my earring. That was my earbud. <laughs> Alrighty then. Who are you? I don't know. Okay. No, I, uh, I'm, um, uh, if, if people haven't guessed just by my voice, yeah, it's, uh, it's me. Hi, me. <laughs> uh, I'm doing fine. What are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the death of the flash ad. Oh, we were? Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where we started and, and we, 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 Bounced around. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Google has disabled flash ads by default, and Amazon has stopped accepting 
uh, flash ads on Amazon.com effective today. Not the only news from Google, by the way, but we'll get to that in a moment. Wow. They were able to do things that they were able to disable the flash, unlike Captain Zoom. (laughs) Well, there... it's it's only two providers, but it's a start. Did uh, did any of you guys see uh, Google's new logo and uh, font that they debuted today? Meh. Yeah. Meh. Very. I mean, with all the good designers they have working for them, this is the best they can come up with. Well. I heard uh, somebody talk about this before, and the problem with Google is that a bunch of engineers work there, and so they're more, they're less concerned about vibrancy and more concerned about look how small the file size is. Now I heard this conversation like ten years ago, so yeah, and they've got a lot of really good, dis- you know, they 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 people that do the Google Doodles, they have like, yeah, I mean those are. I mean, okay, they're type designers. They're people out there, and they probably work for Google that really understand typography. Uh, this is it, guys. That's what bothers me so much about it. They created their own, you know, they they, they created their own sans serif font, um, and I hate the look of the font itself. Why? It's yeah. C- come on, Google, get edgy. Take a <laughs> chance. Start using. Comic Sans. Oh. There was some actually no. I heard something today. I, I heard something today about a site that when it detects that you've blocked its ads, it actually changes all of uh, the content on the site to Comic Sans. <laughs> You're not dead yet, Jim. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. You porn does no, that. I uh, I don't care how much you try to force choke. You're a chicken boy. Uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, so the Google logo. Uh, what what is it that we hate about it? I because don't hate it. It, you don't hate it. I don't no. hate it. No. no. Jim no. doesn't hate it. Mark, you you oh, had no, a strong no. reaction. I was expecting something nicer. Yeah. So seriously, yeah. guys. No, I'm just agreeing with Johnny. Sorry. Fair enough. Nice, simple, legible. I'd get rid of all the different colors. Maybe mute them a bit so they were a little... Because every letter is supposed to be jumping out of you, and now it's like, it's not a word, it's a bunch of letters. I would... It's rather sesame. Well, from what I heard, you know, I heard a lot of tech pundits talking about this today. And uh, they're ta- you know, they keep talking about how it's supposed to feel friendly, but I don't get that from looking at it. It doesn't feel friendly. It feels like fourth or you know third grade, where you got the 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 lines on the paper with the dotted line in the middle, and you get your letters perfect. Yeah, that would have been a better logo, John. Yeah, <laughs> Google, I'm hire su- me. I'm surprised when I. Yeah, I'm surprised when I load it, there's also not macaroni glued to each letter. Nice. Nice. Oh. 
<laughs> what, nothing? <laughs> well, I'm curious as to what Patrick has to say because I know typography is really, you know, it, it is one of his interests. One, it was very anticlimactic, uh, to say the least. Um, it, I, I will say this much. Watching the demo when you go to Google, I would actually, I liked the letter when they were not formed fully and they had an unfinished uh, organic feel. And I thought that was actually going to be how it was, what the logo was going to end up to be. Are you Not talking about the, uh, are you talking about the, uh, chalk? As, you know, like as they were drawing it with the yes, chalk? Because that to me would have been more in line with the, what the hell are they called now? Alphabet? Mm-hmm. Um, and more. That's the parent company. Google is still Google. Right. But it would have been, it, it would have been friendlier. It would have been a little bit more fresh to me. Um, and, you know, organic. Um, but as far as the letters being friendly as they are, I will give you this much. Um, the letter forms remind me very much of magnetic letters that I had as a kid that went on the refrigerator. And they were all different colors. And they were just straight sans serif, you know, like Ariel or Helvetica, whatever they would have been. And to me, it's just so damn... It, what really annoys me is they paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> and you know what? I, I can do that shit. Mark can do that. And we would have done a hell of a lot better. And for a third of what they paid for. Now, I want to nitpick this a little bit, and I want to see if you guys actually agree with me. The, there's two things that in there that really bother me. It's the capital G and the E. And it's not even that they tilted the E that bothers me. What, yeah, I don't like that. What bothers me is that it feels like the E ends prematurely. You know, it starts out, you know, you got you you got the straight line and then you loop up over and connect it with the line and then it just stops. It feels like it should continue to go on a little bit further. It, it it's like they chopped off a portion of the E's you know, it's, a, it's a stylization. I mean, that doesn't I, bother me as much. Um, it's been just so don't sad. like it. It's it's no. I my only problem with it is the muted colors. It just it to me it just fades off into the background. Ah, the G is a little too round. The yeah, and that's the other thing. The 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 capital G. It's freaking huge. I mean, seriously, it makes me think of a fishbowl that might contain a suicidal goldfish. Well, that's, yeah. that's the logo I would have made. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fancy Pants sitting around with his descender showing. <laughs> now, 
I, w- I will say, uh, there is one, w- I-, I can kind of see something friendly in this logo, and it's in the lowercase g. The lowercase g kind of reminds me of a smiling cyclops, if you look at the negative space. Or the old uh, General Mills logo. Yeah. Which has already been made. See, now here's the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. Google Plus or the the Google icon has always been the lowercase g. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I like what they did with. Sudden, I like what they sudden, did with that. The uppercase g with a bunch of different colors. Yes, I that I actually like with with the the uh, red, yellow, green, and blue form. You know the segments forming the g, and then that. I don't know that that looks a lot better than Google spelled out in this new font, and it makes for a hell of a uh, fave icon. Also, I I would rather see Google looks like without loops. a capital. Wait, what was that, Jim? Yeah, no, it looks like Fruit Loops on my screen. I'm sorry, it just I yeah. it just it looks like. A- yeah. No, it's not. Wor- I'm sorry. It's just. No, I like the small G. I'm just. How many times do people actually, when they type in Google, capitalize the G? Uh, they don't. I... So just do a lowercase, the whole word. The little G is better than the big G. I can't believe I've thought about this logo this much. I wouldn't have if you hadn't brought it up. <laughs> Other than the fact that, like I say, it just looks dull. Like the, and and not the font, the colors. Like it's, it's not a bright red. It, you know, it's, uh, let me see if I remember my, my HTML colors, right? It's not FF0000. You're looking at me for confirmation that you're right. On I am that one? looking at you for confirmation. Do you know how little I actually type in the color codes directly? I mean, you know, the actual design work, that's that's someone else's. We, we I'm brought not, in an intern for that. Well, no, I just. That's too bad because I know we that have designers for that. Intern. They tell me what color to use. I'm not thinking about like, oh, it's this red. It's this specific, <laughs> the specific uh, uh, set of hex codes that I throw in for this element. Oh, and then uh, I render. Actually, then I actually go preview the page and and see how it renders. And oh, that was red. Yeah. No, I I would like to see a full. You know, I think you're correct. I think red, it is FF. Full blue. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it goes red, blue, green. And I, I would rather see rather see them, you know, in my colors for my logo, if this were me, it would the color codes would be Fs and zeros. You know, full. Full colors, not if it's Fs and zeros, wouldn't it be faux color? No, faux is F A U X. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could still grow a faux hawk. 
it would be a comb over style, but I could do it. But that would be more uh, akin to a rooster's, um, uh, what do you call it, comb. Oh, and everybody would call me a cockhead. Well, yes, but I was trying to be nice. I've been called worse. But it would be uh, sort of comb over style because the, the comb kind of folds to one side. So, as but do most fohawks. But we've got the king of the comb over running for president. So, now that's not a comb over. That that hair goes in very different directions and various parts of his head. <laughs> I was looking at him the other day, and on the on the left side of his head. It looked to me like there's got to be a part in the back of his head that's combed forward, that's kind of a sweep behind his ear. I'm serious. If you want to see, if you want to see the ultimate trickery, go watch where Donald Trump was on wrestling, and they had a, a shave my head match between him and Vince McMahon. Like they didn't actually wrestle; they had teams, and whichever team won. The loser was going to shave their head. So obviously Trump's not shaving his head, but there is a clip of Trump folding back and showing the roots of his hair. And it's, it's ever so slight. And I don't know how they did it or if he just has hair, who knows? I I felt like you were going somewhere with that, Johnny. That's all I got. I, I just, you know, when you talk about his comb over, I have no clue because I saw him lift up part of his hair and he had, you know, the roots of his hair right here at the front of his head. That doesn't mean that he necessarily had a lot of them. I know, but it was just enough to make me go, I don't know. I don't know what he's covering up because you can see every now and then you see it in the wind. His hair is like eight, nine, ten inches long. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he has hair that long. So I don't know if they tricked me with that scene <coughs> or if well, his hair because well, everything in wrestling is 100% real. Turns out Jimmy Snuka did kill that woman. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I loved him as, as a kid when I when I used to watch wrestling. Yeah, well, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Well, Tom's always doing a, a Snuka impression about I did not kill that woman, brother. And I thought he was joking until today. I even Facebooked him. I'm like, you mean you were serious about that? Yeah, I, I never knew about that as a kid. I mean, I, I remember him wrestling, but I never knew about the murder. And then I they didn't have TMZ say, back then. <laughs> they didn't have TMZ back then. Ah, good point. Yeah, they didn't have 18 channels either. So Right, right. Now, speaking of wrestling, there was a birthday I saw today of someone who has passed away, and I can't remember the full name, but if I were to say a name, I'm wondering if any of you could complete it. Shoot. It was Bam Bam. Bigelow. There we go. Today was his birthday, I think. Say what, Patrick? He had a tattoo of flames on his head. Okay. He was he was just this great big guy who did cartwheels on top of people. Sounds fun. It was great. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yep. I saw him it in was, the birthday list and I considered including like I, I recognize the name. I'm like, oh, he's a wrestler. Okay. Uh but yeah, got nothing. I mean that 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 would have been my my entry in the birthday. Uh this guy's a wrestler and he's not with us anymore. But happy birthday anyway, Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Sadly, when you're talking about wrestlers, that's I don't know, they don't live long. If I die before my you're done with a show, will you do a tribute to me like the next show? Only if you die on a Tuesday or Thursday. That's what I mean. <laughs> if I die on the air, like tonight, on Thursday, can you say my death, you know, Pat died on the air? Yeah, my show sucked so much that it killed him. <laughs> and with that sentiment i'm gonna say thank you gentlemen for joining me uh jim had to to drop off but thank you jim thank you patrick thank you mark and thank you senor white trash mad max rules <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> have a great night gentlemen Alrighty, well there they go <laughs> Alrighty, let's see what else uh, I know I've got at least one other thing in here I've got the auto incorrects alright uh, I did not end up including it in in the bit but uh, Roku got auto incorrected to Rook Smidge got auto incorrected to Smidgen Time to Timesheet and Sci as in Sci-Fi was auto-incorrected to sick. And then CIE. I don't even know what, like, where the hell, seriously, what the frick is up with the CIE stuff? You know, I, I don't even recognize that as a word. You know, at least I know sick is something I used to, yeah, no, that memory's gone. I don't remember what that one is. At least not right now. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be 3 o'clock in the morning. I've just fallen asleep. I'm going to wake back up, and I'm going to remember what sick is because I'm not going to think about it after this. I really honestly don't even care right now. Um, but it, it, it's just going to sit there. It's going to churn and churn and churn you know, somewhere way deep in the recesses of my mind, and it's going to come out at the most inopportune time uh, uh, when that knowledge is absolutely useless, you know, it couldn't just come to the forefront right now. No, that would be too easy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think I'm ready to announce when, uh, we'll be airing the Martian interview with, with, uh, Andy Weir. Uh, we're going to record a, uh, a discussion of it. Hopefully this Sunday. It's got to happen this Sunday because uh, I'm going to play the interview on Tuesday, September 8th. I will be taking the day off uh, for a family matter. So uh, that's when I've got it slotted for. Alrighty, let's see. Do I have anything else here? Oh, oh, I've got sources um, because I I pull a lot of the information from a variety of different sources, and today's uh, came 
from uh, Wikipedia, IMDb, FamousBirthdays.com, National Day Calendar, of course, uh, uh, TomMerritt.com, ComicBook.com, even though I didn't end up using any of that, Uh, a little bit from Mashable, a little bit from NPR. Oh, gosh. And uh, there's one more I am for... Oh, the uh, Google blog at... Uh, googleblog.blogspot.com righty. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, are all the I's dotted? Yes, they are. How about the T's? They are crossed. I guess the only thing left is to hit the button. And that's going to do it for our broadcast day, but we will be back tomorrow with three new citizen panels for you starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with Damian Chaplin and The Exchange. At 10 p.m. Eastern, we've got Alex Bennett's Ramble, and at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. I will be back on Thursday at midnight Eastern here on Gabnet, a tune-in partner. Thanks for joining me. Thank you.